the day I was born again, I received the name of Jesus upon my life. And because that name is upon me, Jesus has to take the responsibility by the Spirit of God to lead me in the path of righteousness. Because I'm wearing his name. best place you could ever be is the house of God. Because every time you enter God's house, something good happens to you. You are always promoted from wherever you are to where you desire to be. And the interesting thing is that the power of God has the ability to produce in you whatever the word of God talks about. It could even be beyond your imagination, but the word has the ability to produce in you whatever the word of God talks about. There is nothing in God's word that requires human ability for its performance. Whatever God's word says has in it the inherent ability to produce whatever is being talked about. For example, the word of God came to the Jews, or you might say the Hebrews, and said to them, you shall be the head. Wherever you are, you are going to be the head, and you will never be the tail. The word of God said to them, you shall lend to nations and you will never borrow. Now, in all my study of the Bible, in fact, King David summarized it by saying, I have been young, now I am old. I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Brothers and sisters, if you will understand what God's word says to you, and you will accept what God says to you, and you will walk by what God's word says to you, it will produce in your life the very essence of what it's talked about. The first time I heard the man of God, Pastor Chris, said, I can never be broke. I, I said, why should he be broke? He has a global ministry with thousands of churches all over the world. Just one of his churches is enough to keep somebody not broke. But I forgot to calculate his expense, his expenditure, his, his responsibility. I was looking at the extent of his ministry. How much income could be coming in? But I didn't look at how much could be going out. Love World has several satellite stations running 
Each one cost millions of dollars to run. Pastor Chris is on television and radio every day across the globe in over 500 stations. That costs money. Now, unless God is your source, I, I, I don't know anybody else in this globe, on this earth, that is running that kind of expense. You know what I mean? Now, unless God is your source, you will run dry soon. Am I correct? And that is the person that comes out and says, I can never be broke. How could he say that? And we never see him broke. It's because he understands what God's word has said to him. In Psalms 23 verse 1, King David was saying by the Spirit. And if King David said it by the Spirit, we could say so by the Spirit. He says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not lack any good thing. If money is good, I shall not lack it. Now listen, I want you to let this sink into your spirit. Everything that God said, he means it. God does not say words just for saying sake. He doesn't say words so that he can excite your mind. He says these words to you so that he can educate your spirit. Because he needs you to understand who you really are. Because if you don't understand who you are, you will walk like who you are not. Jesus says, ye are gods. And the scripture says, but they will die as men because they don't know that they are gods. Christians suffer the same thing the ordinary people suffer because they don't know who they are. Listen, God needs you to understand. That is why he gives you his word to educate your spirit. They are talking about putting down people's salaries in the workplace. I just heard that the government said it's going to give uh, some stimulus payments, JobKeeper payments. I'm hearing different ones. And then they will keep it on till October. And after October, if things don't change, well, that's the best they might be able to do. <laughs> and, and listen, listen. And that would excite us. At least government is going to give us some money till October. If that excites you, you are treading on the wrong path. So the Christians, it matters not whether government gives any money or they don't give no money. We understand that our source is from above. If the government gives, they don't give, we can never be broke. Because greater is he that is operating inside us than every system of the world. Apostle John was writing 1 John 4, 4. He was showing us some things about the Christian. Apostle John said, Ye are of God, little children. He said, you are of God. You didn't just happen on the earth. If you thought you were born by some one man and one woman, and then you grew up, you are making a mistake. There are a lot of people that really don't know who they are. They think they, just, they were just born and they grew up. No. And if you, if you don't know who you are, it's so you could dangerously miss the point. I showed you before how they came to John near the Jordan. And they said to him, John, the way you preach, the things you say, the things you do, they suggest that you are not ordinary. Are you Elias? That's, are you Elijah? He said, no, I'm not Elijah. 
are you the Messiah that should go? Oh, I said, far from it, I'm not the Messiah. I, are you the prophet? He says, I'm, who are you? He said, I'm just one of those prophets who has been saying to herald the coming of the Messiah. He said, really? But when Jesus came, Jesus said to his disciples, when they asked him concerning Elijah that should come before the return of the Messiah, they said, you are talking about your return as the Messiah. What about Elijah that should come? The Bible said Elijah should come before the Messiah returns. He said, Elijah has come. He said, that's John the Baptist. But they asked John, he said he was not. Who is correct? Come on, talk to me. Jesus must have been right because he is God. He knows the truth. Are you following what I'm talk talking about? Now, he said that John was the Elijah that should come. But when John, even though he was called John, but he was actually Elijah. But he, don't, he didn't know. Now, because he did not know, he should change his life. The Bible said that John did not do any single miracle. But when Elijah came before, he did several miracles. Even the guy that he handed his baton over to, to complete his ministry, called Elisha, did several miracles. Are you following what I'm saying? But when he came back again and was called John, he didn't know himself. And he did no miracle. Furthermore, the first time Elijah came, he knew who he was. When they came to arrest him, they said, man of God, we have come to arrest you. You say, you call me man of God and you came to arrest me. You must be mad. Fire, come down from heaven and consume them. Fire came down from heaven, consumed all of the 50. They came the second time. They said, man of God, we have been sent to arrest you. You say, you must be. So you know a man of God and you still came to arrest me. You, you receive the reward from the man of God. Fire, come down and take them away. Fire came down and consumed. Are you following what I'm explaining? But when, when John showed up on earth, he, did not, he was not aware that he was Elijah, that great man that first came before. Are you following what I'm explaining to you? He was not aware. He was not, because you don't know, you are not conscious of it. Now, when they came to pick him, they arrested him and put him in jail. Just like that. Come on, are you following what I'm saying? And then the next time they picked him out of jail, they said the little girl said they want his head. And then they cut off his head and that was how John died. Why? Because he did not know who he was. He short changed his life. Many Christians will go through what the ordinary people go through if they don't understand who they are. That is the reason God is giving you his word so that you can understand who you are and not short change your life. You may have heard me share my testimony of how I was sickly for 10 years, but I was a Christian. But when I discovered in the scripture that the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, the spirit, the spirit, the Holy Spirit that raised the dead man from the dead after three days, when he should have started to decay, raised him from the dead, that spirit left from where he was and entered into me. If that spirit is in me, he should be able to vitalize my body. I am not dead yet. I am still alive. I shouldn't even be sick at all. If he can raise the dead man with all the gems around him, and he came out healthy, live, and strong, I am just here walking around just because there are gems. He should be able to kill all the gems and keep me healthy every time. Come on. 
When I discovered that and I begin to say I could never be sick again. Not one day of my life. I could never be sick. Not one day of my life. And since I discovered that truth. Since God educated my spirit with that truth. I have never had need for a single paracetamol all my life. Brothers and sisters, you need to discover what God says about you. And I'm just showing you one of them in Psalms 23 verse 1. He says, the Lord is my shepherd. I can never be broke. If you are a Christian, God is your shepherd. You should never be broke. It doesn't matter what job you do or you don't do. The word of God could never fail. Verse number 2. Psalms 23. He says, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. This is, the, this is God's word concerning you. The life of a Christian is the life of pleasure. The life, you see, that was why when God planted a garden in Genesis chapter 2, after he created man, he planted a garden and put man in that garden. The name of that garden is what? Eden. The meaning of Eden is what? Pleasure. Are you seeing God's dream concerning you? You're not responding. He says, He maketh me to lie down in Eden. <laughs> Listen, brothers and sisters, you know the reason David could speak like this? David received the Holy Spirit and it transported him from the life of the ordinary into the supernatural. The life of David has always been the life of the supernatural. Even though he lived before Jesus was born. He lived the life of the supernatural by the help of the Holy Spirit. And listen, brothers and sisters, Jesus has been born. The Holy Spirit is come already. And he's bettered us into Christ. We have the Holy Spirit in us. Our life should not be ordinary anymore. David had by the Spirit began to say, He makes me to lie down in Eden. Now the rest of the world in David's days understood by the scriptures that the Eden, that the Garden of Eden was locked by angels. That's what the Bible said in Genesis chapter 3. Go and read it. God placed cherubs, cherubs angels, by the gate of the Garden of Eden that man should not walk back in anymore. Are you, are you familiar with the story? Angels were placed there with swords to prevent man from entering back into the garden of pleasure. But David understood by the spirit, the angels could be watching there, but greater is God who is in me than the angels that are at the gate keeping me from... Are you following this? God so loved me that he has transferred me beyond the gates of the physical gate of Eden and has brought me spiritually into the realms of Eden. That's what he's saying. He said he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. There could be some challenges that looks like you are going through the valley of the shadow of death. He says, but I will not fear one time of evil. Why? Because God is with me in the garden. <laughs> are you following this? God creates a garden of Eden through the valley of the shadow of death. And they look at you, they thought, we, we thought we were troubling him. But he's smiling every time. The next verse, verse 3, he says, he restores my soul. If I ever get frightened, God says, cool down, my boy. 
Cool down, my boy. I'm still here. Cool down, my boy. I'm still here. Are you following this? He restores my soul. He never let me remain panicked. He restores my soul. And I like the colon there. It means what you are going to read next will help you to understand better what is being talked about. He says, he restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Now, a lot of people, whenever they lead, read the path of righteousness, they are scared of it. Somebody told me that the reason she doesn't read the Bible is because I, I, just, I feel better when I don't read it. Because after I've read it and I now do otherwise, then I now feel condemned. In other words, since she has made up her mind, she's going to do otherwise. So she had better not read it. Praise God. Are you with me? But that is ignorance. Because they don't understand that the path of righteousness is not the path of the law. Are you following this? He said he leads me in the path of righteousness. If you understand the life of David, David understood this path of righteousness in which God was leading him. It was the path. He says he leads me in the path of righteousness. He understood that path and he talked about that path a lot. And when you study the life of David, you will actually found that his life was the life that was taken through the path of righteousness. The path of righteousness is not the path of the law. The path of righteousness is the right path that has been designed for your success. It's the right path that has been designed for your peace. He says he leads me in the path of righteousness. Now, that also means to say that you don't have to figure out what is right to do. God will just take you by the hand and begin to lead you in the path that you should go. Are you following what I'm talking about? He begins to lead you in the path that you should go. You may have heard me said before, since I was born, of course I mean since I was born as a Christian, you know what I mean? Since I was born, I have never had to struggle to find out or struggle to live the right life. I have never had to struggle. I don't struggle. I don't, do, I don't work hard so that I might live right. I just follow. <laughs> Someone is showing me which way to go. Why should I be? I don't need to figure out anything more. I just follow. All he did was to place his name on me. I told you last week that when I gave birth to my son, for example, I didn't have to plan. He didn't have, he didn't have to ask for it. He automatically received the name Osaga. It, it, it became his by right. Are you following this? It became his by right, by inheritance. Even if I was happy or not happy, he has taken it anyway. <laughs> he has taken it anyway. <laughs> You know, there, there might be some, I, I'm not sure we have such person here. There might be some, some people maybe that lived in 
this country, Australia, and they have parents somewhere, and they, they, they forgot about their parents, don't even send no money to their parents. Their parents call them, they change their number, and then, you know, and then their parents, the parent is angry back home. You, you, you follow what I'm trying to explain to you? The, the, the old man or the old woman is angry back home. He's saying everything he can. He's not my child. He's not my son. He can say anything he wants to say. But you are still using his name here anyway. <laughs> he can't come and change that. Are you following what I'm talking about? No. No. It's the same thing. It's, it's the same thing. The day I was born again, I received the name of Jesus upon my life. Jesus didn't have to think about it. He didn't have to plan about it. it. There was no ceremony. God didn't have to. There was no negotiation between God, the angels, and me. No, there was nothing. Automatically, I received it by inheritance. The name of God was named upon me. Automatically. Are you following what I'm talking about? It was automatically named upon me. And because that name is upon me, Jesus has to take the responsibility by the Spirit of God to lead me in the path of righteousness because I'm wearing his name are you following this I am wearing his name he would he would want me to carry that name to the wrong side <laughs> so, so he has he has to lead me in there. so if he's leading me in the path of righteousness, the path that I should go I don't have to bother my head thinking it out anymore I just follow the path that is leading me through he leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake.